Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. December 6th, 2022, NXT 2.0. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn. I'm joined by Alfred and Issa. And we're your guides tonight to the world of developmental wrestling. Still professional wrestling, but, you know, it's developmental. It's NXT. They're developing into professionals. Yes. With varying levels of success. Uh, Deadline is going to be a freaking weird pay-per-view this weekend. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. But, I mean, this is kind of goofy how this is all coming together. Goofy how, Glenn? Elaborate. Okay, well, so you've got the Iron Survivor match, which doesn't necessarily have all the talent you'd think would be in it. You've got a championship match for a feud that I thought was like a bromance, but apparently now it's competitive. Um, you've got what's going to be a super fun exhibition match with New Day and... Exhibition? The titles yeah, are, no, that's what the titles are in the mind. It's on, an exhibition Glenn. match. It is like, not. It is not. You do not take a turn to negative town. No, no, no. It's going to be fun, but I'm just saying this isn't like the start of New Day having a run in NXT. How do you know? How do you know? I, I would, I would have a problem with it at this point we because know. they're really doing nothing with the New Day on True. SmackDown. He's basically and, a job guy, okay. which is so much better okay. than. And it'd be cool to see him. You know. Okay, so run. I could be wrong. This could be the start of a lengthy New Day run in NXT. Big pop with the yeah, New Day. The Usos are not dropping those titles anytime soon, so why not? We're going to have uh, Isla Dawn versus Alba Fire. That'll be a good match. I'm liking this Isla Dawn, I'm telling you. Yeah, she's, she's very cool. committed to the craft. Mm-hmm. Like the movie The Craft? Literally. That yes. too. There you go. I love that. I love that. <laughs> very very <laughs> committed to, that pun. to the movie The Craft. <laughs> Nev Campbell, um, Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's going to be... It's just kind of a weird pay-per-view. Like, there's not a lot of big... First of all, it's a premium live event. Oh, sorry. I apologize. Uh, and what's going Where's Nikita Lyons? I still don't understand. I still don't understand what's happening with Nikita Lyons. Learning how to wrestle somewhere. <gasps> Uh-oh. Shots fired. Wow. I'm going to stay out of this one. You guys handle this uh, amongst yourselves. Wow. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> he said, I'm going to stay out of this one. He just rises a cup that says, be jolly. <laughs> yeah. Friendly message to everybody. <laughs> the holiday season, uh, everybody. It's so uncertain. How uncertain is it? We don't even know if we're doing a podcast after deadline. No one's <laughs> reached out to us yet. We, we probably are. Well, I don't know who's in it, but I would assume. I don't know. I don't know. Don't come for me, okay? I don't know. So, we'll talk about all this and more. But first, let's get into the news. Let's get into the news. We mentioned the Usos earlier. Well, the PWI 100 top tag teams came out. Number three was the Briscoes. Number two, FTR. And the number one tag team was the ones, the Usos, of course. A lot of tag teams upset about this. Briscoes, FTR weighing in on Twitter. They were not happy. Usos tweeting out that there's a lot of salty-ass tag teams out there. Listen, this was a good year for tag team wrestling. There were multiple teams that could have had that claim to number one, especially Who was the salty? Rep- Who was rest- salty about this, Alfred? Oh, the Who Briscoes. You, you didn't see the Briscoes tweeting about it? You didn't see FTR saying that oh, Paul Heyman wrote this article? And the Usos were subtweeting all those tag teams. So we'll start it with you, Issa. Did they make the right decision? Yes, they made the right decisions. What, did they think that the teams with the freaking cardboard titles were going to get the number one spot? <laughs> Come on. Get real, please. They don't even get time on TV. What do you think they base that out of? How much the Twitter likes them? That's not what they base the list of. I'm sorry to tell you that, Twitter. You can go and bitch about it all you want on Twitter, but that is not what the list is based on. Thank you. Twitter should have a PWI 100, but you have to pay $8 to get on the list. <laughs> They will pay it too. Pay it too. <laughs> I mean, they, happy with this. I mean, the Usos have definitely been involved in the best TV storyline, but have they been the best technical tag team wrestlers of this year? It's not about being technical or not. Either. I know, but you know what I'm saying. Like, match quality has been good, but it's their it's their storyline. Like, a good story elevates. Oh, great storyline. I mean, they're the hottest tag team in all professional wrestling. If you look so at who the complete was better, package. Glenn? Who was better? Oh, but that's the problem, though. Then you get into it. And it's like, well, FTR. I mean, you see teams sometimes that just do great coordinated moves or ha- i mean the usos i think i don't think this is the best year the usos have had in the ring i think they're very good but i, I think they've had better years of ring to ring bell to bell action and wins are a big part of that formula with pwi and i will say that i could have seen the ft i could have seen ftr being the number one team i seriously could you know i'm not mad that the usos are number one and i'm actually quite pleased and i think that they definitely deserved it but ftr they were a, and they still are a very hot tag team going after all those titles, winning a bunch of titles. They were on the precipice, it seemed, of winning every title, including the AEW Tag Team Championships. Had they won those, maybe they'd be number one. But I have no problem with the Usos being number one, especially oh, they because win them for like five game. minutes and then they lost, which is probably no, I just won, mean at the same time, know, win and losses, and then they lost, you know, some win and losses. You know, I'm just saying. Yes, yes, they, 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 we, we, we can tell that Issa is very uh, happy about the Usos being number one, which uh, she no, should I'm be. Not saying, I'm not saying that they, I am happy. I acknowledge them. What I'm saying is like <laughs> somebody make a decent case for who should have been first because yeah. all of the, there's an argument to be made for every team, probably in the top 10, even teams that didn't even make the top 10. Tell me why the acclaim wasn't in the top 10. Let's talk about that. And I get it. It's well, the ranking period. September. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I know where we're going. Yeah. Exactly. But well, that's another thing that people need to take into consideration, the ranking periods of this. Like, I don't know, people are just going out and making an argument about it without seeing every single category that goes into 
you know, whatever decision is made here. And even when the decision is made, I feel like an argument could be made pretty much for everybody that was in the top 10 to be the mm. top team. Yes, yeah, but when you talk about the ranking period, that actually helps the FTR case because they've kind of cooled off in the last six months. But in that period, I would argue that's when they were at their hottest. That was probably their peak in AEW is much of that rankings period where I would say that they were at some points a top act in that company, singles, tag team, trios, whatever. They were very over, huge babyface reactions everywhere, and obviously winning a lot of matches. But then at the yeah, same but time, if you the say it cooled off in the last six months, even with that, even counting the period, then we're talking about they started cooling off in July. And that's the middle of this, you know, of this mm. period, of this ranking period. So, yeah, they shouldn't, I don't know. Like I said, I, I'm not trying to. I do think that Usos, in my opinion, I would have ranked them number one, but I'm very biased and I admit it. But what I'm saying is I feel like there is a case to be made for pretty much every team in this top 10 that could have been number one for everybody. This is an argument that will go on and on. The only one that should never, ever be argued is when Roman Reigns was crowned number one in the PWI. <laughs> Outside of that, everything else can be argued. Where did uh, Pretty Deadly rank in the top 100? They're in there somewhere, I right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't have the full list with me. I don't even yeah. uh, know if the full I, list I haven't seen the yet. full list. I know that I saw the Cultaholic video where they discussed the top 10. Yeah. They put on a great video and they talk about honorable mentions, which I think um, Sasha and Naomi made oh. it to like number 19 or 20. And, and if you go by the ranking period, it's like that also makes no sense. Well. They were like, no, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> They haven't even again, been here. But that's really, but what's it period. about, though? But what's and it about, you know? That's a, but that's the point. Before that, they won the WrestleMania match, and that's it. They were winning and losing, not doing a lot. I think it's because their walkout, they did a lot for mm -hmm. tag team wrestling, and it doesn't involve that. But when they're, like, one below or above the acclaim, that's to be mm. questioned as well. I mean... <sighs> The claims lists are made yeah. for people to argue over. Yeah, the that's what I that's love it. About that's it. the only reason that we, they make lists nowadays. The only reason. The, the legit. Is that the only reason why we ranked? Why we did the lists on this podcast and ranked? You know, yeah, we argued. We so found out a lot of argue. truths about a lot of us. We did. Playfully, but I our friend, And guess what? We got over it the following week, <laughs> and that's what's going to happen here. <laughs> following day. Um, you, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Gun. I don't know. I have nothing to say. Just all just words, gibberish, come flying out of my mouth. Yes. Well, congratulations <laughs> uh, to the <laughs> congratulations to the Usos. And you mentioned Sasha and Naomi, Issa, and that goes in our next story. Interesting. If any of you caught wind of this, the Atlanta Hawks game featured two very prominent guests. One being Jade yeah. Cargill, the other being Naomi, who are seated together. They are sisters of black girl magic at this Atlanta Hawks game. So, you know, nothing wrong with a couple of interpromotional friends hanging out, but got to be some recruitment going on. So, Issa, I'll start with you. Is Naomi recruiting Jay Cargill to come to WWE, or is Jay Cargill recruiting Naomi to come to AEW? What do you think is more likely? I think they were sitting there talking to each other about how they were going to pop the internet as soon as these pictures came out. I don't think anybody was trying to recruit anybody. I think they were like, you know, we're about to break wrestling Twitter, right? And they were like, yep, okay, let's do it. Let's take some selfies. That's that's how the conversation went. It was a beautiful, it was a beautiful post. And the first thing that came to my mind wasn't actually the recruiting. I just laughed at the 
fans going against like AEW versus WWE, oh, where yeah. most of these performers all hang out with each other and, and love, love each other, other, which I find absolutely hilarious that the fan base still want to make it one against the other. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I, I, you'd be stupid to say that either one company wouldn't benefit from having one or the other. So of course there had to be some conversations going on. So you're saying there was no tampering going on between these two women, just good friendly competition between two wrestlers. You think they scissored? <laughs> they had to have scissored at some point. Yeah, I, of course. What do you think, Glenn? You think they scissored? <laughs> Who's to say? Kelvin Alexander, $5. I think I was disappointed to see grown adult men crying over a kayfabe list. Marks. Kelvin, how can you be disappointed when they, they cry over the Meltzer Awards? So, yeah. I mean, like at this point, I, I, I can see them crying over everything. Yeah, that's what wrestling is. And it, even something like this, you know, I'm not a big fan of the tribalism, but I am a big fan of the passion and enthusiasm that goes on within fans when something like this happens. And I like seeing these wrestlers hanging out with each other. And listen, 2024 is going to be a big year. And a lot of wrestlers are going to stand to make a lot of big money. So maybe they're just putting themselves in position, letting each other know, hey, sign those short-term contracts so we can get those bidding wars going so that we mm. can make that money and secure that bag. I have no problem with that. It's going to be a good couple of years for wrestlers in terms of coming up in their contracts. FTR is going to be one to of them. You love to see it. Get and that yeah, back to all of them. Go whatever wrestlers, makes you happy, whatever you make the most money, do do you. And, and, yeah. and you know, that's it. <laughs> These wrestlers yeah. should be getting together interpromotionally in both companies. They should be getting together just like they do in the NBA when they get together and they decide where somebody should go, what kind of contract you should sign, give each other the game, give each other advice so that they can all come up and make more money together. Yep. Yeah. So what else is what else is going on? That is the news. That's, you know, that's all going out on. of WWE. It seems that uh, it's no longer a rumor. It seems like he's gone. And the streets are telling me that wasn't a big fan of AEW in the backstage environment. So what? Uh, are you surprised by this? No, not at all. Yeah. I. You know what? It's funny because that's one of the thoughts that came to my mind. Like when we're hearing about all these commotions going on, especially the pro- post all out scrum and in these like altercations and i was like imagine if you're somebody like regal or sting sitting back there saying this going on thinking i'm too old for this shit (laughs) 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 you know like sometimes i feel that way and i don't even and and it's not even close to that so imagine somebody like that that already paid the dues and did all of that back in the day and they're just trying to get that last bag before they they retire and they're probably looking at this like is it worth it people are old man people are getting older you know you don't got time no patience it's doing a thing the other day and it occurred to me in one month it will be 30 years since the year 1993 wow i didn't want to hear that as a 90s kid i did not want to hear that best decade ever uh, 80s were pretty dope, but uh, I think the 90s got you. Yeah, but uh, no, that means uh, next year the Judgment Night soundtrack turns 30 years old. Mm. Uh, blood Please in, stop. blood out. Can we not talk about things turning old next month? Because my birthday's in January, and I'm already depressed about it. Okay, hey! we, were watching, we were watching uh, <laughs> Bound by Honor, Blood in, Blood out over the weekend. I was like, this movie could be 30 years old next year. It's crazy. Okay. Come on, Glenn, stop. I'm already suffering a midlife crisis, and we're not even, we're still a month away from my birthday. You don't look a day over 20. Yeah, you're fine. 
When is that birthday, Isa, by the way? Put it out for the streets so that everybody knows to wish you a happy birthday. January 11th, one, one, one. January 11th. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Let's just let just just send your birthday wishes to Roman on December 17th. That's the only birthday we'll be celebrating around here. Roman the dog, by the way, she's talking. Roman about. the dog. <laughs> not Roman Reigns, whose birthday she did not know off the top of her head. I, I was yeah. close. I was close. I will say I was close. Her instincts were very good. <laughs> Sergio Cadena saying Blood In, Blood Out, one of my favorite movies. It's really good. Have you guys seen Blood In, Blood Out, Bound by Yes. I saw it a long time ago, but I don't really remember it. Right. It's been, it's been a while because so it is getting old. <laughs> but Somebody upscaled it to 4K and put it on YouTube for free. Oh, and like, yeah. so we watched that. And I wish they'd had uh, Spanish subtitles, but I kind of got the, the gist of what they were saying in Spanish. Hey, Alfred, look, I have Tom Holes today, too. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Just for good. I love it. We like, we like a good thumb hole here on the Yeah, we Wrestling love thumb holes. Thanks for giving me that memo. <laughs> here, let me make my... There's my thumb no, hole. No, right no, there. no. <laughs> <laughs> Yours looks like a thumb plug. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, is it better? Maybe I said asking, is it better than American Me? I never saw American Me. Maybe I'll have to check that out. See if that's better than Blood and Blood Out. I haven't seen that either. That might be see the it. first time that I ever heard Glenn say he hasn't seen something. Oh, you know, yeah, I watched the Pope of Greenwich Village the other night. Like that movie, like with Mickey Rourke and uh, Eric Roberts. Like yeah. I'd never seen that. Finally watched that. And I was like, oh my God. Mm. Like now I understand where so many of these colorful like uh, derogatory slurs and terms came from this movie that was really <laughs> popular in the early 80s. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, that's where people got that from. Uh, yeah, that was something. Uh, Eric Roberts maybe overacted a little bit in that. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love like, Eric Roberts, Roberts, by the way. Okay, okay. I tweeted this. I had a kind of a hot thread. Like, Runaway Train is the most overacted film I think I've ever seen. And John Voight and Eric Roberts like are at 11 through that entire movie. Like Eric Roberts is good, but he needs to dial it back sometimes. You know, just a little too much. I gotta check that out. Well, speaking of trains, Bullet Train is on Netflix now. Oh, you guys can oh, catch it with really my good. guy Bob Bunny. I heard hey. Bullet Train's really good. <laughs> it's really good, and Bob Bunny's great in it. Just, just thought I'd throw that out there. Is it Sergio Cadiz is saying Bound by Honor is more comedic? Like Bound by Honor is not a funny movie. Like <laughs> there's some overacting in that film, a little. And it occurred I'm gonna, to me like I'm gonna even, be subjective, Glenn. Uh, yeah. Damien Chapa, who played Miklo, Damien Chapa's like living the life of a wrestler. Like he's doing cameos, he's doing merchandising, yeah. it's just everywhere he goes, it's Vados Locos forever. Like he has just leaned into it. He might as well legally change his name to Miklo at this point. Because <laughs> that is all he is doing. Uh Kelvin R. Alexander, Regal Channery is in her Roger Murtaugh. <laughs> William Regal is, yeah. William Regal, much like Danny Glover, William Regal is younger than you think. Alfred, how old do you think William Regal is? He's looked the same age for the last 40 years. How is old he, do you think he is? Isn't he 54? He's 54. Okay, you're no fun. Because if you would have guessed, I like most people would be like, he's like what, like mid to late 60s? Yeah, I would have guessed, like, yeah, I would have guessed that he was in his 60s. Yeah, but young he, he I heard that, I did hear his age the other day though. So he's got that Wilford Brimley thing going on. Yeah. yeah, the age came up on a on, on a thread that I saw about him looking the same age for the last 20 years. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so NXT tonight, we opened with Von Wagner versus Andre Chase versus Axiom to determine the final competitor in the Men's Iron Survivor Challenge. 
Pardon me. And uh, were you guys surprised that Axiom won this? I yes. was. <laughs> he was my last choice to win here. I, also, I actually. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go, go ahead, Alfred. I was just saying, he was also my last choice when Kiba cutting those promos. He was <laughs> oh, uh, God. at the end of my yeah. list on that as well. <laughs> Well, we'll talk about that at the end. But I I thought that it was going to be Von Wagner just because I think yeah. that Von Wagner is fun on multi-man matches, yeeting people around. That's the yeah. one thing that I've enjoyed Von Wagner doing. So I was like, oh, he will have fun. Like, you have JD. He can probably throw him around. Like, I'm thinking, you know, who he can yeet around like he did Wesley the last time we saw him. So I went into this thinking uh, Von Wagner was going to win. So I was very surprised when Axiom won. He's yeah. definitely not winning on whatever the I, I think it's called the iron chef survivor series war games man <laughs> chef <laughs> that's what they should call it yeah iron chef survivor series war games that's what i'm calling it on my streams um von wagner yeah he again he's one kind of like nikita lions from watching nxt i would say von wagner is one of the top guys in nxt it's shocking he's not in this match axiom is cool but what do you think of his hair tonight glenn Von Wagner's, Wagner's hair, yeah. All right, braiding it. I think he looks. I think he looks dope in it. Yeah. I think he's doing it in solidarity with Tiffany Stratton. He's gonna wear it like that until <laughs> she comes back. Yeah, well, that's true. We never seen her again. I think she might go straight to the main roster at this point. Hmm. What if this is like a long-term, subtle storytelling where? Anybody white who wears hair and braids, they disappear the next week. And then we find out that the streets have them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's where they're going with this. I, I mean, it. Justin Timberlake got away with it 20-some-odd yeah, yeah. years ago. <laughs> and he went full cornrows, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Who are we to judge? Hey, get it how you live. I have no problem with Von Wagner wearing this. He has the hair to do it. He wants to shout out to the culture. I'm all for it. I mean, also when people are young, I mean, I'm the first person to say, like, I didn't realize the concept of cultural appropriation until probably my mid-20s. Before then, it was just like, what? I like this, too. I'm a fan of this yeah. as well, and I want to show yeah. like X hats are hot in the streets. I want to wear an X hat. Wore an X hat first half of sophomore year to high school. Look back on that. Maybe it was a little appropriation-ish. Uh, <laughs> the problem was, you know, I just, I thought I was like MC Search or something for the first half of the 90s, you know? And uh, I don't know, it doesn't always age well. Not a bad role model to have in the 90s. MC Search? Yeah. <laughs> Complete with the awkward dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um. So, Jax Callens, on a serious note, $5 Super Chat, saying, if you suffer from mental health, Dial 988, you'll be directed to someone that can help. Reaching out is hard. I know. Love you Just all, wrestling and crew and fans. And absolutely. I know a lot of people are having a hard time. It's that time of year. Feels like every time of year, the last few years are a hard time. If right? you need help, there are resources to get it. And uh, we urge you to do so. Thanks for that, Jax. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Man. Let's see what else. What happened after this? Promo on Core Jade for the Iron Survivor Challenge. We had Diamond Mine backstage in the medical area. Ivy Nile snitching on everybody. What's her problem? How is Diamond Mine still a thing? <laughs> I feel like well, we Johnny Gargano's cult. 
He sold Johnny Gargano's home. Diamond line, Diamond Mine's going to be together longer than third base was together at this rate. Like Diamond <laughs> Mine cannot break up. Yeah, but I I feel like it's coming. I mean, but we said that before, right? But I really yeah. do feel like it's coming. I think it might come. I think Ivy's going to turn on them. Me too. That's Me too. That's them. that's what I felt. That's what I sensed tonight from that interaction. I just don't understand why she's got a snitch because I really don't like snitches. Yeah. So we need to we need to drop that. Johnny Gargano's done with me. Like yeah. I, I don't, I'm never going to mess with him ever again, no matter what he does after the snitching that he did. Johnny Gargano has normalized snitching culture in WWE, and it is a problem yeah. now that it's trickling it down. It is a big problem. It is a huge Sn- problem, and it Sn- needs to be talked mm-hmm. about. Snow tried to warn us all with the song Informer, and we, did, we didn't heed <laughs> no, his warning. That was the best. Now uh, he's stuck in my head. He's already stuck in my head. Damn you, Glenn. <laughs> Calvin Hour Alexander saying Tiffany Stratton strongly missed. She made the show fun. Um, NXT, I know the ratings are up. The demos are up. All those graphs comparing it to Rampage. It feels even more <laughs> developmentally. Don't compare anything to Rampage. That's offensive. <laughs> It feels more like development lately, and that could be more fun. And it could also be—it's like some weeks it reminds me of like Fame the TV series, you know, where it's just like here's a bunch of kids pursuing a career in wrestling. Oh, that's like, cute, actually. It does come off at, like that sometimes when they, especially when they're trying to introduce somebody, and it kind of seems a little low rent at times. But yeah, I just—I've noticed that this trainer, this NXT trainer, is the worst trainer. I don't know if this is his gimmick. But, like, last week, he just immediately cleared Nikita Lyons when she had that knee injury. And then this week, he's like, no, you're good to go. And she's like, no, check his ribs. He's like, oh, that's right. No, 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 you're not good to go. So this guy doesn't know what he's doing. I don't know if every week he's going to misdiagnose somebody, but he's been horrible at his job the last two weeks. Every week. Every week. I think. I I'm trying to think of something that's not going to be offensive to do this joke, where it's just like I think you need glass. I think you need glasses. Like you need prescription. Like they're just like I think you have low blood sugar. Just they give them like some terrible diagnosis that's really really wrong, and then they like are out in the ring and they can't like see anything and they're like swinging and missing because the prescription's off. Like there's got to be a way to do this without like offending people, but that would be an awesome gimmick of the terrible trainer in NXT. They should stretch somebody over to that trainer. And he's like, no, no, they're good. They're good. Send them back up there. <laughs> I mean, we saw how he cleared Nikita Lyons two weeks ago. Where yeah. he was just like, all right, you're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, man. So uh, speaking of like uh, sitcom level gimmicks, Apollo <laughs> Cruz was Yo, let's talk about this. Yo. Let's go. That's why I was like, I thought this was friendly. I was shocked when they were like there no, and they're no. having a match for the championship. You friendly? Did you not sense it, Glenn? We talked about it last week. The sexual tension. Yeah. Do you, you feel it? I meant friendly in air quotes. Friend, like friendly. It was really? friendly. You felt it though. You felt yeah, it. Right? I felt and then, it, yeah. And then I, I literally finished tweeting out I, the sexual the sexual tension here is crazy. And as soon as I send out the tweet, I hear Apollo says. I'll show you show mine. You mine. Show me yours. Show yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. They know what they're doing. You know what I think? I oh think they saw god. this podcast and they thought, no, they think that they're dating. We got to do something manly. We got to have them out there water on the water fishing like men, and then they have them out there and they're flirting yeah. again. 
And the first thing he says is like, got room for one more in that boat? I'm like, <laughs> They're doing it for us. They're doing it for this podcast. I can't, you. I can't unsee it without that tension anymore. I can't. Like yeah. everything that they do is like. Do you think they like fish sticks? <laughs> <laughs> South Park tried to warn us all fifteen years this. ago. We didn't listen. I'm, I'm here for this progressive storyline. I like this progressive storytelling in NXT. Uh, we got a little more of it with uh, Pretty Deadly, I'm sure we'll get into. But I, oh, I I'm here wait. for it. Also, if we're going to do long-term storytelling, if they're out in the river fishing or whatever their body of water they're at, right? And we know that Tony D'Angelo puts people to sleep in, with the fish. Why aren't they catching one of the people that Tony D'Angelo has thrown in the river? I was thinking about that tonight. Oh, my uh, God, that will be incredible. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so uh, Javier Bernal went to the ring. Uh, Indusheer was there. I mean, whatever. We don't care about the storyline. Uh, Diamond Mine came in there. Twenty six oh seven for Javier. He's gone up, way up. So you guys yeah. keep following. Big yeah, body he Javier. was at twenty five fifty nine. So that's yeah. good. And they didn't make a Big Body Cologne reference tonight, so they're they're oh. losing that momentum. Uh, Thea Hale. Thea Hale was great tonight. Thea Hale like is Chase U now, in my opinion. I love. She almost died. Yeah, her energy is great. But speaking yeah, of Tony D'Angelo, so <laughs> Tony D'Angelo uh, beat Zion Quinn. Tony D'Angelo back after 10 weeks. You should be more excited. Glenn. I am. This is, this is our guy on Tuesdays. Oh, my yes. God. He looked great, too. So happy to see him back. He did and look the great. The promo that he cut, that food that he was eating looked so good. No, the promo was really good. But I was thinking about it, and I was just like, remember... Remember when he had like uh Lash Legends producer in his in the trunk? Like Tony, we need to Tony needs to bring back some of the mob style stuff. Oh, yeah. This was good tonight, but I was thinking about it, I'm like, why did they drop these fun vignettes with him? You know, like the the promo in front of the crowd was good tonight, but there's so much more you could do with this character. When they're ready for Tony D'Angelo to go after that strap, they should do a vignette where he goes fishing with Braun Breaker and they pull out two dimes and that's how they bring him back on tv no if tony d'angelo was fishing with brown breaker he wouldn't be flirting with him he would throw him over that river steal the title <laughs> be like i don't know where the guy went i guess the title is relinquished i'll take it and that's it that's how he wins the title because that's what i would expect tony d'angelo to do <laughs> i would love he better win that title by the way yeah i agree um kelvin alexander saying thea is highly caffeinated that's what i, I love about her I don't think it's caffeine. I'm sorry. Uh -oh. It's a lot of coffee. <laughs> Uh-oh. What do you think it is, Issa? <laughs> What's the... What's the what? tonight? You, you, you think uh, she's like Eric Roberts in the early 80s in the Pope of Greenwich Village? Like, <laughs> oh, uh, I'm bringing that she's energy. only 19. It could be sugar, okay? It could be a lot of soda, like a oh, lot of sugary food. Maybe she's like eating sugar. a lot of candy. Come on. What is she snorting? Wait. Wait, what is she snorting? Smarties. Do you guys remember when people were snorting Smarties all over the internet? I do not. This is the thing. Okay, well, let's, yeah, it was a thing for a while. Back in the Vine days, okay? People were snorting and Smash, smoking Smarties. Smash cuts tomorrow and Issa has to issue an apology. I'm sorry for insinuating that Thea Hale... Snorting Smarties? Smarties? I love Smarties. I love Smarties. If I could, I will inject them into my face. They're the great yeah. candy. Oh, Pixie <laughs> Sticks. Somebody should try that. That'd be, wouldn't that be funny if something, you know... 
it would be wild if something happened to Thea and then there was an investigation on Chase U that there was like a drug epidemic on campus that they needed to investigate. The performance of drugs and it's pixie sticks. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh I mean, God. she's on the juice and then it turns out she's got like orange concentrate. And it's just, you know. <laughs> Good job, Glenn. Yeah, they could, they could, they could, there's some mileage here. There's a good story here. But Thea Hale, I, I am uh, going to be 47 years old in March, and I would kill to have a tenth of the energy that Thea Hale has. Yeah, and I think I didn't notice a bloody nose before the match started. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, same. It's been nice doing the podcast with you both. <laughs> it's a physical match, you know, you can't hit the nose. Um, I've been having nosebleeds from the cold weather, just saying. Okay. So, Wesley, when they're in Orlando, I guess it was like, yes, Wesley interrupted Tony D'Angelo and then Dijak was on the nice video. Bit. Yeah, 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 yeah nice. Wesley was looking great, and then Dijak just said some words. I think it's gonna be a triple threat. Dijak said think? some words, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean. We've been Do doing this too he... long. Dijak said some words. He talked. <laughs> he talked. Verbi verbiage was exchanged. <laughs> yeah. But what did he say, Glenn? I don't know. I'm Dijak. I'm going to destroy you all. Alfred, what did he hard say? Hard justice. Did he, he mention hard justice? I can't do justice to a promo like that, so I'm not going to try to follow that. That's what he said. What he, what Glenn said is exactly what I am. Dijak. That, that used to be that was the Matt Morgan trick back in the day. I couldn't agree more. Can't agree more. Exactly and then you know, uh, then uh, uh, old girl, old girl. What's her name? What's her name? Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. I can watch. The, I can watch. These, I can watch these two wrestle all day. I need to pick that up because I'm really bad with names. I need to pick up the the Matt Morgan. What's her name? Oh, girl. <laughs> that, that's, uh, that's what used to make this easy, as I swear to God, especially when we had to like watch two shows. Between me, Raj, and Matt, one of us would almost fall asleep during part of the show, and hopefully it wasn't all at the same part of the show. So there right. would be a lot. Of, you would see it. like We would all just start agreeing with what the previous person said because we had no fucking clue what happened during that segment. <laughs> like I'm reading the recap on Wrestling Geek sometimes, and I'm like, wait, did this really happen? Like, or sometimes I get it backwards because I was like, I was passed out by this point in my four hours of wrestling that I watched in two hours. Okay, so do you think it's going to be a triple threat? Oh, between yeah. Between D'Angelo, Dijak, and Wesley. And if that's the that. case, who wins? Tony's got to win, but I'm afraid Dijak's going to. Yeah, if it's Dijak's, would this be his first match? He hasn't had a match since he came back, right? He's just been he just did have a no, Oh, he did have no, a match. That's right. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He well, had um, I don't remember. I think, I think he just interfered in that one match. I don't think he's. Yeah, I don't think he's actually had a match. Well, we no, he did. No, he did. Remember, I remember because they booked oh, him like he right. was a giant. They did have. He did have a match. And oh yeah, he looks them... straight out of the Matrix. Yes. Yes. Right. yes. He was very kind of slow, and because he's not a slow person, but the way they were booking him to work was very much like how Vince would book a big man. Yes, and he talked yeah. about hard justice after. Yeah. Well, I want Tony to win. Even though I'm kind of enjoying Wesley as the North American champ. 1993's Adult Video News Award, a winning video, Hard Justice. <laughs> no. <laughs> AVN approved. Yeah. So I'm Game Boys to Men with Jeff Gersman coming out this week. We talk about CES 1993, and they would have the video game convention and the electronics convention 
and then the AVN Awards and an adult section. And we talk about me at 16 years old, hearing whispers about the adult section, finding the adult section, and then just living in that section for like two days at this convention, like getting autographs, taking photos, and having conversations with adult film performers when I'm 16 years old. That is amazing. Oh, that's adorable. I that. And I, I don't know who needs to hear this, but one of my dreams, it is on my vision board, is to host the AVN Awards. So if you have any contact with these people, get them in contact with Alfred Kinnaman. <laughs> no, no. It was 1993. It was a long time ago, Alfred. Okay. Long time. Long time. Uh, so, oh, man. It's a shame I can't do this character anymore. But we had a video hyping up scripts. Yes! <laughs> Or should we call him Scribbles from the way he was scratching his name out there? No, those are still scripts. Is it the cultural preparation thing is why you can't do the voice anymore because you'd be doing a black voice technically? I think if the Simpsons says, you know, that's not cool, I think <laughs> I think we have to follow their lead. You don't want them making a documentary about you, like the problem with scripts. <laughs> the problem with scripts. I'm like, I didn't know. <laughs> it was just all a figure in darkness. We didn't. We didn't know. I thought it could have been a female. Like we weren't sure. Can you start doing Scripps' voice and be like, "Hey, everybody, I'm Scripps." Please, I beg you, good. Let's do what's wrong here. No. Why, why, why do I pass the torch? Much the way that, uh, uh, oh, why am I blanking on his name? Took over the voice of Carl on The Simpsons. You know, why don't, why don't you take over? Oh, okay. Scripps. Oh, I can't, I think, no, I can't live up to the legacy of Scripps. I think what you did so much justice to it that we can't, we gotta let I that know. Uh, Unless you're willing to bring it back, you know. <laughs> I think I might have sabotaged this gimmick. I'm thinking about this. <laughs> Well, we saw what a promo last week. We saw nothing. The other week we saw the debut. I still don't know what direction we're going with this character. Yeah, I don't think he knows what direction he's going. <laughs> it's kind of stormed off. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's um, it's weird. I don't know what's happening with this. We'll see. I think somebody just tried to send me like some sort of like phishing scam or something on uh facebook weird was it brown breaker no <laughs> <laughs> i see what you did <laughs> phishing scam oh i popped i popped okay <laughs> but don't uh, open it glenn well yeah, i didn't i was looking at somebody i don't want to get into it but uh anyhow sorry <laughs> It was a friend I hadn't heard from in a while. That's why I was like, why are you yeah, that's exactly me? why you don't open it. It's either a phishing scam or an MLM. Like, please buy these shampoos. And he's like, I haven't talked to you since it. I had that text years. that I tweeted about the other day where someone was like, Glenn, I need you, I need you to do me a favor. And I was like, who the hell is this? And apparently the scam is they were gonna ask me to buy gift cards or something. Oh yeah, I almost got wrapped up in one of those. <laughs> Wait, how did you get wrapped up with that? Because they said they called it, it was from the IRS. The caller <laughs> ID said it was the IRS, and they told me to go buy a bunch of gift cards and i was like that's a little weird 
And then I started to go, and then as I was going, my I kind of Googled like buying gift card IRS, and then it was like, no, that's a scam. They're gonna put, like they know how to make it look like it's the IRS. Don't do it. And so I hung up on them. Why would the IRS want? I mean, you were just it was like, not the IRS, but they knew how to make it look like it was the IRS who was calling. Yeah, you know? and people when they think they're in trouble, they're like, they're saying the only way I can get out of this is in five hundred dollars in Olive Garden gift cards. Yeah, and I really don't want to be in trouble. <laughs> like, think about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I've never fallen for any of this, but I also never reply to any phone call messages or DMs or even check them. So that's my, that's how I stayed away from it. Yeah. Maybe it's, maybe it's scripts. Maybe scripts is trying to get his revenge on the wrestling yeah. podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll change my Facebook password later out of an abundance of caution. I don't uh, even open Facebook. I rarely do. It's not really my jam, but we'll we'll see. No, because that's where all my friends from like a long time ago are at that are now running MLM scams. So I don't want to see that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like, oh, you're doing OnlyFans. Yeah, how's that leggings business working out for you? (laughs) (laughs) Cook them, Issa, cook them. (laughs) My bad. I'm sorry. Let's just, what else happened already? No, don't be sorry about that. Uh, Charlie Dempsey beat up Hank Walker. How's that? Yeah. I'm sorry, I did. I really did say that. It's like, don't go for what I'm doing. Yeah, but yeah, this match happened and I didn't care about it. Glenn. Okay. At all, honestly. I thought Dempsey looked good. He looks like a guy whose yeah. daddy's coming into the company. Into yeah, the I was going to say, that's the, they're pushing him just to get Regal back. We all know what's oh, going yeah. on here. So just let him rack up a bunch of wins. But he's good at that. He's good at that, the, that whatever, the catches catch can style and all that stuff. He looked good. But again, yeah, not not necessarily my cup of tea. I'm more of a personality but guy. It's because he's wrestling wanker guy. And I don't care about wanker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I was thinking, like, it's the name. You can't. You can't not think that when you see his He's name. He's forever wanker to me. So wank hawker. Wanker. <laughs> Do you guys have? I'm, I'm. My. I don't think it's dyslexia. I think my brain is just lazy now that I'll read the first half of the word and then my brain is like, I'm just gonna fill yes. in what I think the second half of the word is. That's what yes. I do when I see Raj Guru and or Guru Raj. I just read Raj Giri. Yeah, but that's more of a dyslexia <laughs> thing, I guess. Yeah, it's weird. I have all the dyslexia too. <laughs> um, Charlie Dempsey won. Yeah, I think uh, his his dad's gonna be in the company soon. I wouldn't mind. I don't know what the contract details say about William Regal being on TV. I wouldn't mind William Regal representing his son and talking for him. I think that's exactly what he would need. I think that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, so he can turn on him like he did on Moxley. And then go to AEW. <laughs> you know? Uh, Alex Diaz, 1990-499 Super Chat, saying, thoughts on Cody and Rock being the last two in the Rumble. They both eliminate each other at the same time. Rock versus Roman Night 1 and Cody versus Roman Night 2. There's no way Rock is going on Night 1. No absolute way. So you will have to put Cody and Roman on night one, let Roman smash him, because if Roman's going to face The Rock, there's no way he's losing on night one to then go on to face The Rock. So nobody wins here but Roman Reigns, so I completely approve. 
I like that idea because they might have to do something where they defend one title on one night, one title on the other mm -hmm. night. And I like the idea of two people eliminating each other at the same time and that being how you get to that. So I have no problem yeah. with that. I don't know about Cody and The Rock. I really don't think they should both be in the same Royal Rumble. But if that happened, that would justify it, in fact, in terms of them both winning. And losing to Roman at WrestleMania is going to be great. I don't think Cody will, but we can talk about that when that happens. Alfred, we got a bet. <laughs> we do have you, a bet. You oh, know, that credit card is ready. <laughs> you know who they should bring to pair with Tony D'Angelo? Who? 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 Car Car Carmella. Oh. Yeah. Make a lot of you sense. You know what? I don't hate it. Yeah, I think that would fit. And then they a couple months in NXT, then they go to the main roster together. It could work really well. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I loved Electra and I still do, but I gotta say, putting Selena with Legato was a money move. Yeah. yeah. So I can see making a move like this um, being the right call. Maybe they save it for when he comes up, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about a delightful segment. Oh my God! Yes. Yes, boy. Pre pretty deadly. Read a Christmas story. <laughs> A, a real Christmas story. NXT universe. Pretty Deadly is so damn good. I don't think people realize or give enough credit for just, I mean, they're a great tag team, but just as entertainers, like they are delightful. Hello. What do you mean? You don't think people like, have I not been singing their praises here? We even no, did we a tag been. team ranking of these tag teams because they're so good. I love. Did, wait, Pretty did Deadly. we do a tag team ranking for NXT? I thought yes, we didn't we get did. that far. Yes, we, we did. did. We, we did. did. Did we? we did, and I ranked them on my top ten, and you. Oh, uh, no! I, they were up there for mine then as well. I'm pretty sure they had to have been. I think yeah. I had Enzo and Cass at one. Yeah, I think Enzo yeah. and Cass was number one. I think we both agreed that was the yeah. best. Next yeah, tag. Sure, team. let's um, put the people that never won the titles as number one. But... Didn't need anyway. Didn't right. need them. Good they were. That's why they're number one. Yeah. Right, but but then the people that are holding three titles right now should be number one on a list, right? That's the Maybe. argument that we're making here. Depends on. Okay, just talking. making sure, just making sure that we're all on the same page here. That's all I'm doing here. Okay, guys, thank you. Anyways, <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> so the Christmas story, delightful, entertaining. The fit they were wearing tonight, the that uh, those outfits were just it was beautiful, phenomenal. and especially with the leather pants. That's a fit that I will wear. I love the Santa beard. And then sitting on, on his lap sweater. like saying that was Oh my god, touch. when he sat on the lap, I died. That was the best. <laughs> I was already I was already loving this segment. And it just got better from NXT peaked right here tonight. Yeah. This was good. And I, but I have to admit though, I was like, okay, they're they're gonna give us a fun end of year match or feud with them. And I did think it was gonna be Rosango, the fashion police. I was like, tonight's gonna be the night. Mm. Who's gonna tell him that they're not coming back? Somebody, can somebody please in the chat? Tyler Breeze. A super chat and, and let, Tyler let Breeze has been very active Keep again on YouTube and social media. And even when the New Day came out, I was like, the New Day might be coming out to introduce the fashion police. Ha, ha. That would be an insult to the New Day. Huge pop for the New Day, by the way. That was Huge the biggest pop, pop I've ever heard in NXT 2.0. It was like, it was one of those pops where it's like they could not believe it was an, oh, instead of like more of a cheer. They were just going crazy for it. Because somebody was expecting it. Yeah. yeah. It was great. I'm excited for this match. I love the, I love the segment. I, I think it makes sense to bring the New Day here. Like you guys mentioned earlier, they're not doing much with them. And they did mention, hey, so you guys ran out of teams to beat. So here we are. Um, it will make sense for the New Day to want to go after this. They accomplish everything else on the main roster. Why not add this, you know, to their, to their, 
list of accomplishments. I love everything about this. And I got to tell you, as soon as the New Day came out, I was 10 times more excited for Deadline than I was before this match was made. Yeah, it's going to be great. They're going for the They NFC sold up really just by adding New Day to it. Yeah. It could be a really, really fun match. Who wins? Glenn. Pretty deadly wins. Call it a freaking. I think New Day wins. Exhibition <sighs> match. I think New Day wins and they're going to be in NXT for a little bit. Okay. Till the Royal Rumble. I'm going to be heartbroken, but I think the New Day wins. But what's the. What's the huge win for Pretty Deadly if they. I mean. I yeah, mean, that's what I'm saying. But Pretty Deadly. New Day doesn't. I mean, New Day is like losing to the Viking Raiders. New Day. That's, what I said. that's why they're NXT. It's like, screw this. I'm not going to be on here losing to the goddamn Vikings. Just let's go have over we, there. Have we all decided? Has, has everyone finally turned on the Viking Raiders and Valhalla now? I feel like we were at the forefront of saying, like, what's this shit? Like, and now yeah. everyone is just kind of like off the Viking train. Yeah. And they're not doing anything with them like, the way it has been the story with a lot of these stables. Oh, fact, I never, I never boarded that train. I didn't even have tickets. I just want to make sure everybody knows that that was a train. <laughs> I never went on a trip on. Okay, thank you. Wait, you're pro Viking Raiders? No, I'm against yeah, it. She said she oh. wasn't even on the train. She was oh, the rail. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, here's my new thing. I'm going to be inclined to dislike you as a tag team if you beat Hit Row. That's fair. Sorry, okay. Legato. Sorry, Vikings. Hit Row has not yet gotten... I mean, they got to beat up Maximum Male Models. That's all they've done. Win but you can see the pecking order in WWE through these staples. Yeah, and it's terrible. Yeah. And meanwhile, like, Top Dollar's, like, putting out... They're putting out tracks on social media that aren't getting on TV. Like, why? Why? Why did you bring them back to just completely ignore their talents? Do you think they're banking on Swerve Strickland coming back? Maybe, but it's weird though too, right? Because on Rampage, like the acclaim, the I mean, make no mistake, the acclaim's bars, like big reason. I mean, the scissor me thing too, but the but the bars are big. That's all. That's exactly what got them over, and then the scissor, and then from then on, they started getting more stuff over. I mean, it is. I guess credit to WWE that they're not doing like a WCW version of the acclaimed with Hit Row, like. Where they're just like, okay, you go out there now and you say funny things too. Like, I guess that's restraint on WWE's part, but they could be doing so much more with them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't have to do it exactly the way that the acclaim's doing, but I mean, AJ or Top Dollar can, he can spit. He's nice. And so they yeah. need to be capitalizing on that. Yeah. Um, but no, New Day versus Pretty Deadly, gonna be the match of the night. Calling Segment it of the night. Well, no, no, no. I mean, yeah. Saturday, it's going to be. No, I mean, tonight. This was Tonight's, the, oh, tonight, the yes. entire show. Segment of the night, going to be the match of the night. Going to be match of the weekend. This is That match will be better than anything. Wow. Ring of, I don't even know who's on the Ring of Honor card. New Day versus Pretty Deadly going to be better than anything on that card. Jericho and Claudio. Okay, that will be the second best thing that happens. <laughs> potentially on Saturday. Uh, yeah, that's a, I know. I'm actually excited for Mercedes Martinez against Athena. Me be too. I'm kind of excited to see what they do with Athena. I hope they really push her. Me too. Because I think there's something there what they're doing. Uh, yeah, that stiff gimmick that she's doing right now is I fun. love it. It's fun. Me too. Ikabinjiro called Javi a big body chicken. <laughs> big body chicken. Big body chicken. It's still BBC, baby. 
still BBC. <laughs> Doesn't matter how you package it, it's still BBC. I didn't even put that together. You're right. It is BBC. <laughs> and a chicken can Come be on. confused with another bird, you know. Starts with a C. Um, Mackenzie Mitchell. 2609 for Javier Bernal. Follow Javier Bernal, who now follows me, at Javier Bernal WWE. 2609. Yes, please. Mackenzie Mitchell is delightful and becoming one of the biggest stars in NXT. Great. She should be doing great. She should be doing commentary. She she deserves a promotion. She is the heir apparent. They're doing a very good job with their backstage interviewers right now. Kathy Kelly, uh, Kayla Braxton and Mackenzie. Like, I actually really, really enjoy all three of these women right now. You know what I'd like to see? I love me some Uncle Book, okay? It's my uncle. I don't think he's going to be long for commentary on NXT. So whenever he's gone from commentary, if that ever happens, I'd like to see Vic Joseph and Mackenzie Mitchell as a husband and wife duo on commentary. I'd like to see how that works. Oh, wait, they're married? They are either engaged or married, but yes. No, I think Mackenzie is, since Renee, I think Mackenzie is the heir apparent to being like the most notable female on-air personality in WWE backstage. Could have been Kathy Kelly if they didn't let her go for that big break that she took away from WWE. Because I really mm-hmm. was enjoying her work before yeah. she um, she left. Me too. Um, Don beat the crap out of Thea Hale. You know who's not going to be? The WWE in Spanish girl because we know what happened there anyway <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh <Isla> Dawn. <laughs> yeah she was great i, I love like her entrance yeah her presentation I, is on point i completely agree not only that is that she's very committed to this character and it's very hard to play a character like this and make it come off as I don't know if authentic is a word, but just come off as something that's compelling. And she's just so into it. It's like she believes it. I feel like this is what they would have earmarked for Abaddon because there were rumors that they were going after mm. Abaddon. But I think Isla Dawn is playing this character perfectly because it could easily be hulky yeah. and cheesy, but she's doing a great job. No, she makes it look... Yeah, I love her. And I know I know that we made the joke earlier about the craft, but she actually gives me those vibes in a, yeah. in a cool, I want to hang out with this girl and play Ouija board and, and put spells on people. Yeah. I think Abaddon is still a uh, top three wasted opportunity in AEW. 100%. Yeah. And still, I'm going to say the best debut match of the last five years. Best introduction wow. of, a, of a wrestler of the last five years. It was a great introduction. It's, a, it's an interesting conversation. I'll have to look back. But it's, well, it's it was the way they did it, specifically where they had the baby face who looked like she was going to come out and do magic tricks. And they had the promo introducing her. And you're like, oh, this is a babyface debut. And then this scary demon came out of nowhere yeah. and destroyed her. <laughs> like that, it was massive. Like, I've watched that, rewatched that many times. It's so, it's so good. good. Um, oh, and Drew Gulak was there tonight as well. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. Yes. I, could they, see, I remember uh, there like SmackDown with Drew Gulak. It's like, can you call him that? Like, has he been on SmackDown recently? His Microsoft offices, Drew Gulak. <laughs> uh, Dark Money Zone. I have not watched the Step Up series on Stars yet. It has no continuity to the movies, uh, so I wasn't aching to jump into it. But I know season three just debuted, so I will probably catch up at some point. 
I didn't even know that was a series. Yeah, but again, it's not connected. Mm. You know, you know, I Only like my. Yeah, I, I like when everything's uh, you know tied into one another. It's like the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift of the Step Up universe. <laughs> oh, but they brought that in though. Oh my god, have you seen the weird Nightmare Fuel Fast and the Furious kids cartoon? No. With like Vin Diesel doing a voice, showing up as like a cameo because it's like his little cousin or something. No. And like the animation is so fucked up looking. Like it just <sighs> looks so like Nightmare Fuel. Check this out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's on Netflix. There's like six seasons of this show, and it's kids. Why? It's kids working for the government, doing like street races and car stuff. <laughs> like it's, oh. it's really good. Make them earn money. <laughs> oh, it's like a Pixar anything. animation type thing. Yeah, it's this a lot. Like we watched the first episode. I was like, this is nuts. That this, you know, I'm convinced there's a lot of stuff on Netflix that nobody ever watches. That like Netflix just oh, yeah. commissions it. They're like, oh, we need content the reason why that pepsi documentary is like four hours long they're like you could have told them one one episode no we need four yeah. we need four hours yeah. of content yeah. you know? run into some really crazy things but you run into some good things like here and there with um with netflix i love going to the bottom of netflix because then the yeah. algorithm starts recommending me like because the algorithm is very specific like weird dark comedies that probably only alfred kunawa would like and then i'm like yeah i'm here for it let's let's look at it well, I had that happen where I was like counting down the hours for Bullet Train to be on Netflix, you know, so I could watch it. And then uh, when I first logged in, I, I was expecting to see it at the top because it was like a big release for them. No, it was all true crime and documentaries because that's all yeah. I ever watched. I had to like keep scrolling <laughs> to get to Bullet Train. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, girl, watch, some, watch something happy every once in a while. <laughs> Baby Ice is saying, hit me when we get a Bring It On series. There's a new Bring It On that just came out, and don't believe the hype. Everyone's like, oh, they did Bring It On and mixed it with a horror movie, and it's really clever. And I watched it, and I was like, this is awful. This has, like, the production value of, like, like, like softcore pornography. Like, just uh, oh, not great. the content, but, like, the production value. Watch it. Oh. Like, it just it looks awful. Also, well, speaking of softcore pornography, have you noticed this trend on cable lately? Where it's like Showtime Extreme and these other channels, like you're flipping, and you'll read the description. Been that way after midnight, especially Cinemax. Yeah, but I flip and I read the description, <laughs> and it's like my wife and I, like we we guess we're like, is this a real movie or is this softcore porn? This most yeah. likely, depending on the time. Yeah, yeah I can't on, wait for Cocaine right Bear. Do you guys see the trailer for Cocaine yeah. Bear? I'm so happy. yeah, yeah. I saw that. That looks actually. It's got a Twitter account too. I followed it. It's a true story. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a true story, but it's not really how it went. But anyways, come on, Cinemax after midnight, Glenn. I hear way other... before, way before I was sixteen. That's how I found out about it. I know you found out about it in that conference. I found out flipping channels at the wrong time. I mean, there's some movies like Zola or Red Rocket where you're like, this is pretty porny for a mainstream film. Yeah, you know, I mean, they're they're great movies, but I'm saying, but there's other stuff where you're just like, no, this is softcore pornography. With a loose story that they Eyes tried to. Shut. <laughs> original Sin. Wait, what's that about? Yeah, yeah, Original Sin. With Angelina Jolie and Antonio Banderas. Yeah, I, I, I used to be obsessed with Angelina Jolie. So I remember renting that movie and the next thing you know, she's like naked. And I'm like, mom, can you not? Because this is awkward. Because <laughs> I didn't know that's what it was going to be. Oh, that was always the worst. <laughs> yes. I remember, I remember going to R-rated movies I wanted to see in theaters. And my mom would buy the ticket. And they would insist, like, you have to accompany him into the theater and so there was like one time it was a river phoenix movie called a night in the life of jimmy reardon and uh they made like the theater was packed so my mom had to sit next to me 
And like that movie is all about River Phoenix as a young man, like just having copious amounts of sex with different women. And when he's not having sex, he's having conversations about sex. Like, and I'm just sitting there next to my mom the entire time. <laughs> that's, a, that's the best. And my mom wasn't even watching it with me. She was just coming in and out of like the living room. And I'm like, can you just stop? Go somewhere else, please. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> She'd black for not saying to Uncle Howdy. <laughs> Uncle Howdy doesn't work Tuesdays, you know. Yeah, he's out in the streets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll have to think about that. Remind me Friday, Sheed. Remind me Friday. We'll get we'll get. Uh, I'd love to. Uh, see that. Yeah, we'll get some extended Uncle Howdy time. Yeah, don't think Reggie's gonna send David Otunga to serve me in Vegas <laughs> for gimmick infringement. <laughs> Oh um, man, I feel bad. I feel bad about. I feel, I feel bad. not even about my role in the scripts thing. Yeah, you didn't do anything. You didn't know. I no, I know, I know. I'm, that's not why. No, I'm saying I feel bad for how this gimmick is going. Is oh, what yeah. I mean. Me too. Like, yeah. And I can't help but wonder if we hadn't made fun of it, would people be take? Would it be over? Would people be taking it seriously? Like this is a really good gimmick, Glenn, but you pointed out some flaws in it. Now we, now we chuckle. Ruined it. <laughs> we ruined it. Good job, Glenn. Apologize to uh, scripts for me the next time you see him, Isa. Okay. Uh, Brooks and Dunn took on Malik Blade and Idris Sanofe, who were hanging out with Ozzy Jones. And yeah, this happened. Right. Brooks and Dunn got the win. But they shook hands after. Beautiful. True baby faces. What did you think of Indy Hartwell versus Wendy Chu versus Fallon Henley to determine the final competitor in the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge and Indy Hartwell getting that win? I was actually surprised to see that Indy Hartwell won because there seems to be a directive to bury her from everybody <laughs> saying that, you know, there's always... Booker T was saying there's something missing. They were talking about something missing last week, but maybe that's part of their storytelling with whatever they're doing with Indy Hartwell. I was running for Indy Hartwell. I was personally happy to see Indy Hartwell win here. Did she make sense in the match? Um, a lot of people pointed out that there's a four heels and one baby face. I don't think that necessarily automatically means that Roxanne is winning this match. Mm. Um, but it is important to point out that with Indy winning, there is four heels and Roxanne uh, going into this match. But I thought this match was fun. Um, I actually enjoyed it. And I thought Fallon Henley looked really good here. Yeah. 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 And I, I think uh, Indy's going to have a big heel turn. And that's why they're kind of talking about how there's something missing. Maybe the thing that's missing is her just completely going off the rails. And then they're going to say, oh, that's right. Indy because Harbaugh I really feel like she's a heel, but she hasn't gone yeah. full in. Like, she she's hasn't not done full in, in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And what do you think about her confronting Mandy Rose in the Toxic Lounge? Very interesting. Uh, it sounds like they're really going to push Indy Hartwell. I would rather see her with Dexter. I think both of them lost something without each other. But Yeah, I don't get why they're not reuniting them. I mean, they kind of put reunited them with uh, oh the Gargano, so why not just add Indy to that? Yeah, what, Issa? I keep getting these stupid notifications from my Yankees app, and it's just like, Yankees are still waiting on judges' decision. Don't send me that. Send me when he made the decision. This is driving me insane, okay? I can't handle it anymore. With Every, me. like, hour, it's like, we're still waiting, or this team offered him this, or this. I don't I don't want to know. Like, I had, I muted a bunch of reports. No, I had to look at, not look at Georgia tonight, because I was like, I don't want to know till it's over. <laughs> so I don't want to know, Yankees, until he's resigned. Yeah. Don't tell me anything. 
And I'm bummed because the best promo in all of politics is not going to the United States Senate. Who is this? What? Uh, Herschel Walker lost. Herschel, yes, he did lose. Thank he has God. the best promo in all of politics. I'm going to time out everybody in the shot right now. He is a great promo. I mean, he, he needs to be in wrestling. He he actually, that would be. I have no be, idea who you guys are talking about. He'd be a great. Uh, Herschel Walker is an insane person, former football player for Georgia, all time great, but he's been in politics and just. <laughs> you can write a book up on all the insane things. Yeah, he's with like, and he almost we, won. He almost became part of Senate because this country's falling apart. Yeah, if, if we described to you the things that were said, you would be like, you were making this up. Like, this does not sound real. Anyhow. I'm still I'm still gonna mute everybody that's saying he's going to the Giants in the chat. That's all. Yeah. Um, so what are they doing with Wendy Chu, man? Putting her in well, the if Vince was still there and she went to the main roster, you know that uh, her section would be called the Choo Choo Train. <laughs> <laughs> WWE needs to be careful because they just turned Zoe, and then we got. Uh... <laughs> I was waiting for you. You better be saving these. You better be saving these. She's black saying, do Uncle Howdy doing... I'm not Uncle Howdy. What? Doing a paternity test between Alfred and Brian. Sheen is paying good money for these bits. We're going to hold him to this, Sheen. Okay. Friday night. Friday night. <laughs> Uncle uh, Howdy's got some paternity to... issues of his own. Uncle Howdy can't go on 23 and me. People are going to hit him yes. up for child support, you know? He's going to have yeah. to move to, to, you know, to the island or something. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, turning a lot of women heel it seems. I don't have a cameo account for scripts and and Uncle Howdy. You'll probably get a cease and desist at some point, but for the time being, change the names or the spelling of it. Come on, the way the Starbucks spells it. Come on. Ah, I should do cameos for charity or something just to spread the love. But no, you know what it is? Nobody wants to be the person on Cameo that like nobody requests. Oh, there's I mean, plenty of them. People don't care because you never know when you're going to get that one request. That one. That you never know. People have said over the last six years I've been doing this podcast, people have sent me like, hey, my friend's getting married. He's a fan. Can you say something nice? Or, you know, hey, it's my husband's birthday. He listens to your podcast. Like, and I just do that. I mean, that's just, you know, yeah. being friendly. But yeah, I don't know. Very funny. Very funny idea. Uh, let's talk about Grayson Waller hosting the Grayson Waller effect with his opponents. Um, man, this is going to be weird. So we had Grayson, Joe Gacy, Axiom, JD Madonna. Uh, oh, man. I don't Mello. know. Mello. Yeah. Mello, yes. I did watch this live, by the way, to, uh, from your advice, he said. I did get to did see it. Did you watch it on Instagram? Yeah, I was commenting either. I was in the comments. I didn't see you. I was in the comments too. Did you see him? Did he do the Logan Paul better than Logan Paul? Because he did the whole flip live with his phone in his hand. Yeah, he was great. He he definitely did better than Logan Paul. Logan Paul didn't do it live. He was recording it. This guy Mm -hmm. was live on Instagram while like... I I find it so much more entertaining watching it on Instagram. He engages with it too. He talks directly to the Instagram live while everything else is going on. When the guys are cutting promos. (laughs) And you're never going to believe this, but they were out there trading words and they ended up trading blows. No. 
First time this ever happened during one of these things. Went on a little long. I like so. this. Yeah, a, a little long, and I and I and I thought that too when they said it was gonna be the main event. I was like, oh wow. But um, but yeah, I liked it. I thought it was fun. I wish that some of these guys didn't talk necessarily. Like, just leave the talking to uh, Carmelo Hayes and Grayson Waller. Everybody else can just shut up. Joe Gacy wasn't. Yeah, yeah, Joe Gacy wasn't too bad here. I do, if I do say so myself. At one point, he was thanking JD for putting Axiom in the hospital, and I was like, "All right, I pop for that." Okay. Uh, but I, I personally thought that uh, Carmel Hayes and Grayson Waller really kind of like chime here, and everybody else kind of fell into the background. Yeah, I mean, Grayson's got to win this. Grayson. Yeah, I was gonna say it's Grayson's match, right? You don't think they put Gacy over? Oh my God! Do we want I, that, that he's again? He's my third option. I, I have Grayson Waller, Melo, and then Gacy. That's how. If I had to rank them yeah. in order of how I think they'll win, why should be JD? Why should fuck oh freaking be JD? <laughs> Who's gonna go on to feud with Apollo as the new WWE NXT champion? Oh no, they're gonna be a couple, so it's gonna be like a handicap match. Whoever wins it. <laughs> <laughs> They're we'll see what like happens. Share the we'll title. It's going to be great. We'll see what happens. Who wins that match? Do you guys think Apollo has a chance here? Or do you think Braun retains? He does have a chance. I would I'd be surprised if he won, but it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibilities. I think you Braun think, Breaker is going to win. You think he charms him in the middle of the ring and that's how he like folds him yeah. into a win? <laughs> and then after he's like, it was all a lie. I made you fall in love with me so I could defeat you. Not the first time WWE would have done that. <laughs> so yeah, it was all it was an entertaining show. Braun Breaker is still the most boring champion in the entire yeah. company. And can we talk about how Apollo caught a bigger fish and he said he's never even been fishing before? So Braun is he's even bad at fishing. Because we saw the fish that he caught, it was like this big. Apollo caught like a full grown oh. bass. Huge fish. That was so. a good one. Makes me think that his reign is in trouble. I think they're just trying to put Apollo over before the pay-per-view and make you think he's going to win. We'll you see. got room for one more in that boat, ship? <laughs> <laughs> the love boat. <laughs> no. Hey, you guys, so there was a line that, of course, because it's WWE canon, let me just preface it with this, but then uh, Braun Breaker was like, hey, man, maybe you could use your, maybe you could use my spear. And then, like, out of context, that's a wild line out of context. I didn't think about that. But, you know, Apollo did say, I see what you did there, so that, you know, and it was canon, but it's just still, if, like, if you're not familiar with the fact that Apollo carried around a spear... <laughs> I was watching uh, on our Eric Roberts film festival over the weekend. We uh, watched Best of the Best from 1989, and in the like uh, martial arts competition, in that someone legitimately does the Superman punch. Mm. And according to IMDb trivia, that's the first instance of somebody doing a Superman punch. Really, in like combat sports, was in that film. That's wow. GSP got it from. Yeah. Uh, so Saturday, we'll probably be here talking about NXT. Yep. Deadline. 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 I'm curious to see how these new format matches go. Yeah. 
There's oh, an intrigue I was, there. I thought it was funny when Axiom, when when somebody asked in the screen, like, what what number you want to come in at? And Axiom said, number one. And they were all like, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just buried him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> Poor guy, man. Poor guy. Cheat Black saying, Glenn, you're the real Uncle Howdy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, you are. I'm saving you my phone contacts now as Uncle Howdy. I already have Alfred as Alfred Saxton. Now you're going to be Uncle <laughs> Let's go. There you have it, folks. So thanks for uh, tuning in tonight. We'll be back Friday with SmackDown. Dream Realm saying I should make my own scripts. That was my original idea, was that I was going to keep doing scripts and explain that I was the real scripts, but I'd been future endeavored. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, no, I can't, I'm not going to put all this time into creating my alternate scripts canon. <laughs> you should. We need the scripts first. 1,000%. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, everybody. Have a great rest of your week. Tomorrow night, AEW coverage. We're back on Friday. Uh, follow Issa NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with the one. Alfred said, this is nasty. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. Have a good week, everyone. We'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.